0: Hello. Welcome back to Once Upon a Blue Moon, brought to you by Shaving Foundations, a student-led nonprofit dedicated to raising awareness and fundraising for rare diseases. My name is Kayla Shre, and I'm a secretary and co-founder of Shaving Foundations. I'll be your host today. If you're new to this podcast, welcome. This podcast talks about everything related to rare diseases, from the impacts of the healthcare industry on the rare community, to real stories. Stick to the end to get more information on us, but until then, let's get into today's topic. Before we begin, since this is my first time hosting the podcast, I'd like to introduce myself. My name is Kayla, I'm a rising junior, and my friends and I go to a high school for biomedical sciences. Some random facts about me are, my favorite color is green, I really like watching anime and YouTube, and I love shopping. I also love to take pictures, and photography is really fun to me even though I'm not really good at it. And I'm really into the graphical aspect of things and making stuff look pretty and put together, which is why in our organization, I manage a lot of the graphics. Originally, my friends and I got together when we wanted to start a project that would help make an impact on our community. It was our interest in medicine that initially allowed us to find the rare disease community, and we immediately knew we wanted to help them out when we heard about the stories of those left to suffer in silence. After seeing how often those in the rare community don't have a voice and struggle without hope, with about 95% of rare diseases not having an FDA-approved treatment, I knew I really wanted to get involved and try to speak out for them. So far, I've really enjoyed hearing about people's stories, which brings me into our topic today, which is our first real rare disease story. Today, we are very excited to feature Gary M. Johnson, who is from Las Vegas and has Spinal Cerebral Ataxia 2, or SCA 2 for short. We reached out to Gary through Facebook, and we gained a lot of insight about living with a rare disease, specifically with SCA 2 in his case. Before we dive into Gary's story, I just want to give some background on SCA2 itself. SCA2 is a rare progressive neuromuscular disorder that causes problems with movement and coordination. It's progressive as in as the person ages, the symptoms will usually get worse. There are many different types of spinocerebral ataxia, but we are focusing on SCA2, which is type 2. Symptoms and the progression of SCA2 varies between patients with symptoms usually appearing in middle adulthood, but they may begin as early as childhood or as late as late adulthood. Early symptoms include ataxia and leg cramps, and the disease itself is genetic, autosomal dominant. It is caused by a mutation in the ATXN2 gene. SCA2 is diagnosed through genetic testing and is very rare, with about 1 to 2 patients diagnosed per 50,000 individuals. There is currently no curative treatment, but there are supportive therapies and devices available that help manage symptoms. Now that we know a little bit about SCA2, we can start talking about Gary's journey. To start at the beginning, Gary was diagnosed about 14 years ago. He told us that at the time, he was working as a preschool teacher and a waiter and was living a relatively ordinary life, with two children and two grandchildren. But everything changed when he was diagnosed. When someone is first diagnosed, they are very, very scared, as I was, Johnson says. I was very angry and very scared. This is a common reaction to being diagnosed and an understandable one, too, considering the sudden change and impact of such a diagnosis on one's life. Gary's diagnosis hit him very hard, especially since he was diagnosed so late and without any prior warning. SCA2 itself is a genetic condition, and has an autosomal dominant inheritance pattern. This essentially means that by the very nature of the disease, a person could not have had it unless one or both of their parents carried the gene for it. This means that most patients' parents would have known about their genetic predisposition beforehand and could have had some time to emotionally, financially, and mentally prepare for such a diagnosis. However, Gary did not have such a luxury. Being adopted, he was mostly unaware of his inherited genetic information and clueless as to the fact that he had inherited SCA-2. By the time he was diagnosed, he had no idea what to expect. Because of this, Gary felt alone. After all, he had just been diagnosed with a disease that most people hadn't even ever heard of. SCA-2 affects so few people that finding someone to share a struggle with can be impossibly difficult. And the fact that he could not even share this struggle with his biological parents made it especially challenging. Even as Gary's family was very loving and supportive, they could not truly understand his struggles. In a time of uncertainty, Gary did not know where to turn or who to look to for hope. However, through Facebook groups and rare disease conferences, Gary was able to find a sense of belonging. Gary says himself, I have met so many wonderful people in the Facebook group that I belong to. I owe them a great deal because I know now I am not alone. He was able to connect with people online who understood and even experienced the same struggles that he was facing. Furthermore, after attending a conference in Las Vegas, Gary says that he realized how even as there were so few like him, he was still not alone in the struggle of dealing with his illness. And he says that that made him feel safe. Eventually, Gary even ended up moving to Las Vegas and has spent his time there since. Personally, I feel very moved by Gary's story and how he was able to reach out and find a community he wanted to be a part of and felt supported in. And I feel as though it's a great example of how the internet and social media can be a great resource for those who feel alone or those with a rare disease where you can find people like you. Even separated by thousands of miles, you can be connected through the internet. I highly suggest going on Facebook to find groups such as, um, there's this one that we actually are a part of called Rare Disease Warriors, or uh, even on Instagram, you can find people through hashtags, so hashtag their rare disease, the name of their rare disease, if you search up hashtag SCA2, you can find other patients with that rare disease. It's just a great resource for you to feel connected with other people, and you can definitely talk to people. So far, as we've communicated with people, people are so nice and open. Of course, you want to be careful of who you're dealing with and proceed with caution, because these are strangers and this is the internet, which is dangerous. However, I highly recommend going on social media and Facebook and finding groups for you to be a part of. Unfortunately, SCA2 itself is not a forgiving condition. Soon, Gary's condition began to get worse as SCA2 is a progressive neuromuscular condition and symptoms only progress as the person ages. As with all SCA2 patients, Gary began having difficulty with everyday tasks that we take for granted, from walking to speaking. He says, there are so many things I could not do now that I could do before, like long walks. My balance is really bad and every day is something of a struggle for me. Gary's condition is a reminder to be grateful of what you can do and your everyday activities that might seem easy for you but are difficult for other people. That's why every day you should be thankful of who you are and what you can do and take advantage of that and try to make a difference for those who are struggling. Rare diseases often have impacts on people's lives that we do not even think of. It not only has obvious physical impacts, such as a difficulty walking or a struggle talking, but it also impacts people's lives in small ways, and oftentimes it's the little things that make life more difficult. SCA2 has impacted Gary's relationships and has made them more difficult. After his peaceful separation from his wife, Gary has had a hard time finding someone who accepts him for who he is. When asked how conversations usually go when he meets people, he responded, I tell them what I have. Then I tell them to go home and look it up on the internet. I usually do not hear from them again. Relationships can be especially difficult for those dealing with rare diseases because so few people will actually take the time to understand the struggles associated with it. In fact, most people won't even give him the time of the day after learning about his condition. What makes it even harder for Gary is that, as a member of the LGBTQ plus community, his options are further limited. He says, I've never heard of anybody who is gay that has ataxia. Few people seem to be compassionate and patient enough to truly understand and sympathize with Gary's struggles. This has made his endeavors to build a meaningful relationship even more difficult than they should be. Despite all of his struggles, Gary still finds a way to count his blessings and enjoy his life to the fullest. Now at the age of 55, he loves spending time with his children and grandchildren and lives life as best as he can. He says, I'm very blessed and I am so lucky to be alive. Thank you so much, Gary M. Johnson, for sharing your story and for all your strength and bravery. We really hope that his story will be able to inspire people and help people. And honestly if you are just a listener thank you so much for being here because you're making a difference just by educating yourself if you could sharing this podcast or sharing any posts or just telling people about rare diseases can help make a difference because knowledge about rare diseases is so limited and we really need to spread awareness that's why we really believe that these stories are important for others to hear not only for awareness of the disease itself but also for the support it provides to every patient we really appreciate anybody who can contribute their story. And if you would like to share your story in the future on our podcast and on our website or social medias, please contact us at shavingfoundations at gmail.com. Or you can find us on any social media platform, ranging from Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Shaving Foundations. You can find Gary on Facebook at Gary with two R's, G-A-R-R-Y. Johnson, that's J-O-H-N-S-O-N, and we like to thank him again, and we really hope that as many people as possible can hear his story, and that it can inspire people to hopefully even become an advocate for rare diseases. You can read his full story on our website at shavingfoundations.wixsite.com slash foundations. and we've also created a virtual poster for him on our Instagram. Thank you so much for everybody for being here today. We really appreciate you just taking the time to even listen to this. It is making a huge difference, even though you might not even be aware of it because together we can make a difference. The more people that know about it, the more advocacy and awareness we can gain and any sort of publicity for rare diseases is super important because we just really need to get the word out there and we need to get as many people involved as possible. If you would like to join our cause, or volunteer or anything please check out our website once again at com slash foundations we are currently looking for a few more volunteers just to write articles to create graphical posts or work on our podcasts or even um, outreach such as like contacting people and emailing people and honestly thank you so much for listening because This was my first podcast. I'm not the best speaker, but it was really fun to be here. And I just, I thought, I've always thought that having a podcast would be so much fun. And it's amazing to be able to speak about such important topics and help spread awareness for rare diseases. I love what I'm doing. And thank you so much for being here. Tune in next Friday for our next podcast. And we will hopefully be sharing more stories as we go along. Thank you. Bye.